twist my own podcast, get a new perspective. Arguing about the games and shows that you love, maybe learn something. show email us your thoughts and opinions at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com like us on facebook to access our listener polls and follow at twistmyarmcast on twitter listen for free on soundcloud itunes and stitcher and now here's the host of the twist my arm podcast hello and welcome to another episode of the twist my arm podcast we are live on youtube as you can see um, the phone number to call us and chat is right there in the little chat room, right there, 508-93-TWIST. Um, I am your forever friend and host. My name is Josh, and I'm joined tonight by my co-host and other forever friend. His name is Evan. Yo. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? I'm getting old. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Getting geatric. Today is Evan's birthday. I turned 72, guys. Mm, no, he turned 32, but close enough. Happy birthday. Has it, been, has it been a good one at least? Yeah. I, well, I worked today and closed some pretty pretty good sales, I guess. But, sure. Um, yeah, it's been pretty cool. I can't, I can't believe you came to the podcast for your birthday. Oh, we have a great show. That's why. <laughs> well, thank you. And again, happy birthday. I would sing, but I don't. Sing happy birthday. No. I'm always that guy that's like, because mm-hmm. I just don't like to. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's right. weird. You're like, it's weird. Like, come give your father a hug. <laughs> Stop looking at me like a freaking French. I guess, I guess it depends on like the situation. I'm cool. You know I'm what I mean? Hip. Like right now, like in this moment in time when it's just me and you, there's there's not even anyone on the YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little weird. Oh, you'd be like, happy. What? <laughs> okay, Marilyn Monroe. What the <laughs> fuck is that? We're not, not trying to make it that weird. Happy birthday, Mister Evan Cool. Out of here. <laughs> no, that's that's not what I'm trying to do. Um, you were on the show last week for our Star Wars episode. You kind of disappeared during our Galaxy of Heroes segment. Yeah, I had to. But you know, I, I was doing a crossover. Yeah, episode, yeah. But the the little dog, he was just getting little unruly. Guy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's totally fine. It was it was good to have you on. What have uh, have you done anything exciting since that episode? Just worked. Yeah, yeah. Been sick. Been sick. Good. You don't have so, the you don't have the measles, do you? No, I was vaccinated because my parents were smart. <laughs> you know. Ooh, shots fired. Yeah. Um. No, I just been under the weather, so just been taking it easy. Nothing too much. I got a new song. It's called "Taking It Easy." No, how I felt was, <laughs> did you ever see Ernest Scared Stupid? 
Yes. Do you remember the remember the creature that was taking all the kids and putting it and turning them into little statues? Yeah. That's yeah. how I felt. I was like mucus all in my face. I was just gross, and I was just like running around, uh, like, trying uh, to like do sales, and it was it was hilarious. Uh, I, it was okay. Great. It well, was great. I are you feeling better at least? Yeah, uh, today's the first day I felt felt better. That you felt like okay. Yeah. Good. Oh no, my connection is unstable on YouTube. Big surprise. Cool. Well, I'm glad that you're back. <laughs> <laughs> what editing's for but yeah i'm glad that you are feeling better and that you're here on the show yeah man we do have a i don't know it's a pretty fun one planned i suppose it's gonna be the live episode here is gonna be a little bit shorter because i finally was able to get the midnight devils interview ready to go so this episode here will be a little bit shorter and i'll have that uh <laughs> i'll finally have that interview tag looking forward to listening this, so. to it it's a little wonky because the computer that I have is kind of a piece of shit. So when I'm going on location, I like yeah. to say that on location, it yeah I don't know my my battery just dies almost instantly. I have a good solid half hour of interview, but it was it was a it's a little mm, I'm gonna do my best when it comes to like editing and making sure everything can be heard and stuff, but. I had one microphone for three guys, and it, it was just kind of a... It's all good. It was a learning experience, but it was a good episode nonetheless, and or a good interview at least. Um, I, had, I had a lot of fun with them. They're on the East Coast right now. I think they just played Ohio or something, but... Nice. Shout out to the Midnight Devils. Check them out. They're, <laughs> they're a fun little uh, 80s. Yeah. Like, kind of... I, I, yeah, I would say like a like a hair metal kind of glam rock sort of okay. band, and they're a lot of fun, man. the The lead singer, I've known him for a long time. I I was in an old punk band with him, and man, he's he's awesome. <laughs> he's one of the best. Uh, he's got one of the best stage performances. He's just he's so into it. He's doing flying jump kicks and stuff. Oh, dude, it's crazy! <laughs> like if you go check him out on Facebook, search a Midnight Devils. He, they have all sorts of videos of him like doing the jump kicks. He's spinning his bass around. He's like getting the crowd into it. Man, when uh, Disney and I, Disney's been on the show a couple times. Um, he was on one of the Star Wars episodes recently, but uh, him and I went to a, a show recently with the Midnight Devils. And when we, when we did the interview, we went to the show and watched them. And like, they're just the definition of. <laughs> Glam rock, it's awesome. With mixed with sex appeal, mixed with hairband, hairband, yeah, mixed <laughs> with just <laughs> stage show. Just it's a show, you know what I mean? You're not going to see music, you're going to see a fucking show. It's <laughs> it's like Kiss. It know? is, and it's awesome. Like, like yeah. I hope, I hope to God that they can just get, you know, the I don't know, get. I wouldn't say sign, but get you know like sponsors or something to give them really good shows they're getting a good following so i'm hoping that they can start playing some bigger venues want to see with some fire i want to see some explosions <laughs> <laughs> exactly just just pyrotechnics everywhere i dude i want to excited s- to see what what happens with them in the future i want to s- i want to see a show like that right? i want to put on a show like that right i want to see ex- shit explode <laughs> Yeah, Josh, I want that to be the first gig. So Josh and Our I, first we're, gonna, gig. we're gonna team up and make a super group. A super group? What's 
who what how can we make a super group yeah nobody knows us we have oh. zero viewers on the youtube Su- right now. super group right here <laughs> fuck if if johnny depp and and was alice cooper and joe perry can make <laughs> all even vampires you can but do i mean you can do anything yeah, but those are celebrities, you know. They, I know. I'm gonna. They're I'm like, "Hey, agent, get a hold of this guy. I want to play music with him." And then the agent sets it up, and then they go meet in a room in California, and they they're like, "Hey, I'm Johnny," and he's like, "Hey, I'm Joe or whatever," and, well, and he's just like, and, and, and they just jam, and then they record it, and then well, we kind of had that. It was kind of like, well, I have this, you know, this manager, the kitchen manager, that's really mean to me. I'm like, well, I'm up front. What are you talking about? Where are you going? We, we didn't. We didn't have the agents. That's how I met you at the at the job at no, Tokyo. No, yeah, we we met at work at Tokyo. And uh, at Tokyo, yeah, I, Tokyo Joe's. It's a wonderful restaurant. It was a fun. It was a fun time. Lots good, of, good, food. Yeah, good, good food. Good food. Um, I love it. Local, I still go sure. there. They're uh, they're all sorts of local. Um, they do all sorts of sp- sponsorships for bike races and very. Uh, health centric, I guess you would say. Oh, I love it. I it's it, I was a lot healthier when I worked there. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, and you're right. We we did meet at work, but I'm just yeah. saying with like, with someone like Johnny Depp to meet what's his name, Joe. Joe Perry. Joe Perry. For but them, Johnny Depp's like, hella rich and hella famous. And that's what I'm too. saying is he just called his agent and his agent. Now I probably already had like the phone number. He's like, yo. We're doing this. I mean, maybe. You, I just got fired from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> the fucker. Let's make some music. I don't have any time. Time is. Uh, I have all. Yeah, of it. Johnny Depp has been going through a lot of shit lately. Too. Dude, he's just like really after the he got divorced and all that. It just really went downhill for him. Like he was all fa- he's all faded all the time he's now. Spending he's, like fifty to a hundred grand on wine. He's getting. Sh- shit face <laughs> who fucking does that oh. oh i just i just realized that my calendar is is on april i'm excited to see what the next picture is i don't look at the pictures yeah it's a surprise every month so oh it's princess Leia. nice she was n- they must know that may is the best month of the year so they have princess Leia. you think you think that's what it is yep all right all right that makes sense that's that's the thing well, let's move on to some news for this week. Um, what we got? <laughs> I'll start with. I mean, it's not really news. I just look when it comes to news on the on the Twist My Arm podcast. It's more like this shit was pretty funny this week, yeah. and in a in a world where we have horrible events like the terrible shooting that happened down in Highlands Ranch. Yeah, and prayers, thoughts go out to those guys. That's awful. Definitely, um, yeah. and and when we have wars going on and so many just, I mean, d- depression and everyone's anxiety and everyone's well, just that got these just problems. So many people are like, dying and killing each yeah, other. Yeah, man. Like I just like to bring a little bit of funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I try world. to do. And yeah, um. <coughs> and yeah, so with with our news, we we kind of pick out what we thought was a little hilarious through the week. Um, sometimes it'll be a little bit more serious, but for new listeners, new watchers out there, um, that's kind of how we do our news. Yep. So <laughs> this week, one of my first news article comes from thegamer.com, and the headline, oh, this is, 
This is great. I don't even know if I should do this one first because I don't know if we could top this one. But yeah. But the headline: Hundreds of children terrified when movie theater plays La Llorona instead of Detective Pikachu. Now, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, Detective Pikachu is is looks like a really good movie. It looks yeah. like it's a lot of fun for adults and kids. And of course, every every adult that played Pokemon that has kids now is going to oh, take their kids to this movie, and you would never expect La Llorona. Have you ever heard of La Llorona? Do you know what this movie's about? Do you know what it's it is? It's like a Hispanic urban legend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's terrifying. It's supposed to be... It's supposed to be pretty scary. One of the scariest movies to come out in the last couple decades. Like, it's supposed to be... Well, let's go really, see that really, shit. Really good. I, don't, I don't know if I want to go see that. We'll, we can wait till it comes out on video and go watch it. Or we could just do a live viewing of it and just be like, how scared is Josh going to get? Call in to 508-93-TWIST. Yeah, that that would that would be good. So let's see. I'm just looking up La Llorona. Just origins. a real quick thing. Um, La Llorona is a well-known Latin folk tale that originated in the 1800s to early 1900s. Although several variations exist, the most basic story tells of a beautiful woman by the name of Maria who drowns her children in the river in means of revenge because her husband left her for a younger woman. Talk about worst mother of the year going into... That's way fucked up. Oh, man. Worst mother of the year going into Mother's Day. So it's already bad enough. Just the headline is bad enough for this because you have hundreds of kids in this theater with their parents little kids probably between the ages of what four and ten i would say and it doesn't even (laughs) it starts let's just say it starts with a trailer for annabelle comes home (laughs) like that's awesome they're, they're sitting in the theater all the kids are excited the lights go down and, you know, the first green screen comes up and it says, this trailer has been approved for all audiences. And then all of a sudden it's fucking Annabelle comes home. Rated R. <laughs> yeah. The dog then, goes and murders the young children and no and so, children. <laughs> and so that takes out, I mean, you got to think, that's that's terrifying at least a third of the kids that are in the audience, right? right? Maybe, maybe a quarter of them, whatever it is. So then, oh my God. Before this, the article says before the trailer had even finished, kids were crying, which is unsurprising since it features jump scares galore, but things were about to get worse. So then, after Annabelle, the next trailer <laughs> they play is the Joker. Yeah. Which, the Joker, there's not a lot of gore, but it is a really creepy trailer. Yeah. For a kid, for a four year old to a ten year old, it's a really creepy trailer. And he, the article even says. The Joker was next, which at least is less creepy, unless you have a clown phobia, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm sure there are some kids in that audience that were like, oh, my God, fuck this. So then get this. So now you've lost about half the kids. They're all screaming. And then they played it. The trailer. No, no, no. Then they played Child's Play. That's awesome. (laughs) The third trailer was Child's Play. The (laughs) one. uh the the new the remake with Mark Hamill with Mark Hamill playing the voice of Chucky, um, it actually looks really cool. It has it, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, in yeah. in a, I, and I loved Child's Play when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I mean my 
my mom was kind of crazy and let me watch some some. Dude, those ones were scary, scary movies. The, f- the first two were pretty scary, and the third one was like. Eh. The third one was eh. was when it started going into more comedy, but but yeah, Child's Play two especially. I remember yeah. that one the most. Like whereas watching the, it when I was probably whereas seven the or foster eight. parents and stuff, and then yeah, that was really with scary. the toy factory. Yeah, and it that yeah, one was real it, scary. Yeah, man. So that was the last really good one. So we'll see. So this one now, and and you know the the whole story of the original Child's Play was that. The, the kid or the dude, killer. he like transported his body. Ula Dembala, <laughs> give me, give the, me power, the power, I beg of you, Dembala. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he transfers his soul into this little <laughs> right? doll. Yeah, and uh, the you know it's very mystical and far fetched and just kind of a you know people in the eighties, most adults thought it was kind of stupid because whatever. But, but as a kid, man, you're like, as a kid, damn, you're terrified. Dude. And now the new one, I think the premise of it is super cool because it's based on AI. Yeah. So now you have these little good guy dolls that are that are programmed and from the second trailer that I saw, they can interact with like your home security system and like since this is in more of a little a futuristic world, there's like cars that are that are like the same thing. It's like Google, it's like Alexa. Um, you know, you, you can have Alexa tied to everything in your house pretty much. Right? Am I right? Like it's if like you Google. have that if you have that technology, you well, can you can be like Alexa, turn off the lights and she can yeah. turn off the lights and yeah, all that it's stuff. Same thing with Google. Where you have the Google home be like, Okay, Google Yeah, there you go. Turn off Turn off living room lights. You can customize it to say whatever you want. It could be like, I'm leaving, bitch. Boom. Right. And then it just dims. <laughs> but no, for real, it, it's crazy. But that's the that's the cool thing about this movie is that they're playing on that, where the AI kind of loses control and gets its own its own uh, soul, I guess you would say. I don't know. Or it, it becomes its own entity. Cool. And, and can, like, control cars and, and shit like that. It's like... Because Tesla, I mean, think of Tesla. They have their own computer system that. Well, Tesla, you, know, you don't even have to really drive those things. It's I know. Crazy. I know. I work with someone that drives a Tesla. Dude, that shit is awesome. And any chance I get, I ask her for a ride home because it's fucking great. Tesla's a shit. No, Matthew, you have not missed the show. Can you hear us? Can you see us? Because YouTube says that our connection is unstable. So give me a thumbs up if you can see us and hear what we're saying. Um, but we're talking about Child's Play. The new one coming out. We're more so talking about the fact that Child's Play was played <laughs> during <laughs> Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, so a bunch <laughs> of kids were in a movie trying to watch Detective Pikachu, and instead they played these three trailers: Annabelle uh, comes home, The Joker, and Child's Play, and then. They started playing La Llorona, which is supposed to be one of the <laughs> scariest fucking movies of all time. And finally, what is it? What does it say here? There was um, there was a guy on on Twitter that was like reporting the whole thing, and he's just like, he's just posting, "Oh my God, now it's Chucky! Oh no, children! Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> and then he posts. What's that? He says, "Oh my God, they're playing La Llorona instead of Detective Pikachu." And there's a video that I'm pretty sure you can hear children screaming and crying in the background. And then they say, "They finally realized the mistake and shut it off." So what happens is, <laughs> the theater finally figures out what the fuck's going on, and 
Oh no. Oh no, the the connection's really unstable, so um sorry, Matthew. But anyway, the the theater finally figures out what's going on and shuts off the movie and then they're like, "Hey, sorry. Um let's go to this other theater." And they take the whole theater <laughs> to another screen uh, where it's just paused at the beginning of Pikachu. So like at what point in time do you realize like did nobody go to the front desk and be like, "Hey, these trailers that you're playing are scary." Well, the kids got to learn somehow. <laughs> you really think they're going to play Annabelle though in front of Detective Pikachu? I think that movie's rated PG. Builds character. Builds character. Oh my god. Well, sometimes like the kids going to be dumb and come across a movie anyways and then they're like going to be scared of it forever. Sure. So, anyway, the Pod Detective Pikachu suggests that the two movies may have been running simultaneously, but the audiences were switched. This means that while one theater housed some t- terrified kids waiting <laughs> to see Pikachu, another was host to a group of horror fans who had to watch The Secret Life so of Pets. Basically, so basically <laughs> what happened was they pissed off the wrong guy. <laughs> and, and he switched all the tickets around. No, and he just he was a projectionist, so he's like the guy that changes all the movies and stuff. So he was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to put it on the wrong one. How do you like me now, AMC or Regal? I'm going to have this be a disaster. Right, right. Dude, I want to know who they pissed off because obviously this this should never happen. Yeah, I'd like to see the follow-up to this story because someone had to have fucked him over and like quit their job and switched the movies around or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that doesn't just happen. You don't just send a whole crowd of kids – to go see La Llorona. Right. There's no fucking way. Oh. Well, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's I, I thought that that's just such a funny such a funny story. Like I, I remember going to uh Sausage Party. You remember that movie? The the cartoon <sighs> that animated movie was one? not good. You didn't like it? Nah. Dude, maybe it was because I was really high. <sighs> but I thought it was hilarious. Uh and <laughs> On it's our way in, on our way in to even get tickets, th- I mean, you, we have our own opinions about the movie, but besides that fact, it's dirty, it's raunchy, yeah. it's fucking disgusting. They go yeah. as far as they can with that movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, even within the first 10 minutes of that movie. Well, th- when the main bad guy is the douche. Yeah. Th- <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a douche, bro. <laughs> Nick, I mean, Nick he, Kroll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he, so it has its moments, but it's just like I expected so much more when it had all these great like. Stars have you? I in mean, you gotta watch it again. Uh, have it you watched a, it more than once? Yes, it was okay. Oh man, it was I all just right. Fucking loved that movie. But anyway, we're on our way into the theater, and there is this irate mother with like six kids around her. And mind you, there are signs all around the theater theater that say "Sausage Party is not for kids." It is rated R. It is 17 plus. Do not bring your children to this movie. And there's this pissed off mom at the counter, and she's just screaming at the poor movie guys. You sold me tickets to a terrible cartoon. My kids were subjected to blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, lady, do you see the warning signs? Like, But anyway, that's besides the point. That was her own fault. 
this thing in Canada, this happened in Canada, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> this was the movie theater's fault. And even still, I guess I guess the theater here in Cherry Creek, because it was a Cherry Creek, they probably should have seen all the kids and been like, are you sure you want to see this sausage party movie, lady? Because... Yeah. Maybe it was, it was probably just like a 14-year-old kid just working the <laughs> working the desk, not giving a fuck. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, nah. Honestly, I mean... That's how it is in the theaters. Although, I do commend all of the kids that worked for Avengers for like 48 hours straight oh when yeah. that movie came out. because Straight champions, heroes of the Lord. community. Not all heroes wear capes, okay? Yeah, they serve popcorn, popcorn. sometimes. <laughs> popcorn and s- overpriced and soda. soda. Yeah. What? How, Boom. I mean, Proud I don't know, you. man. I really like that Highlands Ranch Theater when we saw Dude, that was that was awesome. Have you ever been there? Yeah, I'd never been to that. Theater. Oh, dude, it was horrible. One time, Matt and I we <laughs> went and saw. We thought it was gonna be a good idea because I was like, "Oh man, it's gonna be Steven Spielberg. It's gonna be action packed." We went and saw Munich there. What movie? M- Munich, where it's like, th- it, mm. where it's basically the 1970s and the true story. All the Israeli, um, what I forget what team it was for Israel. All their Olympics Olympians were killed oh. by like. Was I think it was like Palestinians or something or huh. like um, Muslim <laughs> country or something. But sure, sure. But yeah, it was it was crazy. Was it was it was it isn't it? Uh, I um, but Pakistan that has the problem with them. I think it's this Israel. Pakistan, yeah. But yeah, they just go out there, they kill them, and then it's basically like the whole movie is they're tracking down all the people that killed all the Olympians, Oof. and. I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, man, this movie's like three hours long. Oh, and it's like, was it good though? It was good, but it was like, damn, this shit is like three hours long, and it was like the midnight showing. I was like, oh my gosh, dude. Well, at least it was good. What was it called again? Munich. Munich. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was decent. It was not my favorite Spielberg. So anyway, um. Go see Detective Pikachu. I hear it's really good, but make sure that you're in the right theater. Well, just if bring you're taking your kids. Better not bring your kids. <laughs> Evan, uh, what kind of news do you got? Start. What's your first little news oh, article? Oh man, so this is gonna change your life. Okay. So who would have thought that you know basketball players are gonna save the world? This is like Space Jam, but actually, Space Jam Two actually gonna be good because it's not gonna have. Hopefully LeBron James in here, but wait, Kim Jong Un. Oh my God, wants to hang with famous basketball players in exchange for nuclear deal. Wh- what's the? Where does this come from? This is come from Vice. So I, I Vice. trust. I trust okay, it. Wow. It, it's even murderous dictators hell bent on amassing nukes need a hobby, and for Kim Jong Un, it's basketball. So wait, this dude wants to just hang out with basketball players. Super fandom. So this guy <laughs> like, loves loves like American culture and basketball. He's requested famous basketball players to be sent to North Korea as part of his like, nuclear negotiations with the United States. To be sent. Just sent there. Oh, my gosh. Just like pack them up, put them in a plane, and send them to me. And so, I will play with them. So this is crazy. It's like citing two unnamed U.S. officials. ABC's News reported that the request was made in writing that – at one point, North Korean officials insisted that it be included in the joint statement on the denuclearization oh my summit God. that he's supposed to meet with Donald Trump. Oh, They're my God. So <laughs> does 
send him LeBron James. Just give so, him just give him LeBron and then So we'll this dude, he wants us, he wants the US to send him star basketball players. So it's basically the plot of Space Jam right now. And he's just the guy that is Danny DeVito on Moral Mountain. That's what I'm saying. It's like he's 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 Danny DeVito and he's like, We need the we need the Looney Tunes to give me business. Well, for, like, for more on mountain. Right? He's like, I need to get Michael Jordan. You'll lose every time. You'll sign autographs all day. Remember that scene? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. that's what he's trying to do. He's like, cool. But like <coughs> I say we give him LeBron. Sacrifice for the planet. I just I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around this because it comes down to a nuclear war deal. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing. He's He'll he'll agree to shut off all of his nukes if he can hang out with some basketball. What are the stipulations of this contract? Is there going to be a contract? Are these basketball players going to have to sign a contract so, that says they so, can't leave North Korea for ten years or some shit? So this is this is even better. So like many sports fans, he inherited this passion for basketball from his father. Kim Jong Il was apparently obsessed with the game and shared the sporting world's thrall with Michael Jordan in the 90s, purportedly boasting a video library of nearly every Chicago Bulls game featuring his airness. The elder Kim was even gifted with a Jordan-signed ball from former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright. <laughs> so What? So instead of like bringing something amazing, like you're a leader of a country, you're like, bring me a Michael Jordan basketball. <laughs> yeah, All right, so... Let's 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 play with this for a minute because this this is crazy what to me. Would you let's just start with if you were in his position, if you were North Korea's leader and you had the opportunity to strike a deal where you gave away all your nukes for let's say a six man squad. <laughs> they have to ch- they have to be the Olympic team for North Korea now. <laughs> yeah, like every to sign over LeBron <laughs> James be like, cool. You and Kevin Durant, you can go. They can over play there. in the NBA, but they still have to pay all have the to taxes go to, n- to North Korea. Yeah, they have to go to North Korea and, and play there. during the Olympics in North Korea. Not live there, but no, they have to live there. You think they have to live there too? Is I, that the stipulation? I hope that would be awesome. <laughs> We're just basically selling NBA players now. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's fucked up. Well, they should. This guy is crazy. Well, they be, shouldn't be such little bitches and just. But let's say, <laughs> no, this dude's crazy. Let's say hypothetically though, okay. you were in his position, but you were gonna be cool about it, and you wanted to just hang out with some basketball players for like I don't know a couple weeks a year or something. You know, they come out and they they play shoot some hoops with you. They shoot the shit. You guys smoke some North Korean weed, and and you know you just. You just chill for a little while. Which six players would you pick? Eh, well, we'll say like what would be your top four if you could if you could do four to six players. Who would you pick? While you're doing that, and I'm thinking about mine, I'm going to try and fix our YouTube channel because it's not loading right well, now. Well, I'm gonna pick the my ideal starting five. <laughs> so do it. Let's see here. Pick my starting five. It definitely does not have LeBron James in it. While Kenji is snoring away.
So off the top of my head, I would go Magic Johnson, point guard, Michael Jordan, shooting guard, and go center. Oof. Center either Kareem or um, Shaquille O'Neal. Power forward, I'd probably go Kevin Garnett. And then small forward to go. Oof, that one's a tough one. I feel like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to fix this YouTube thing. I might have to just stop the stream on a break. Maybe we'll take a break after this and then do that. But I feel like we should pick relevant players, not people that have retired. Because that's what he's looking for. He's looking for relevant players to come I'll, hang out with. I would him. go starting five relevant players. I would go Jokic. Go out of hatred, too. You can go out of hatred. Well, if, if I was oh, okay, was I guess me, I guess that's true. If it was you, then then who would you pick? Yeah, yeah. I'd pick Jokic as my center. Yeah, of course. Pick Anthony Davis as my power forward. Okay. I'd pick. Oof, that's tough. I'd pick Steph Curry as my shooting guard. Okay. I'd pick probably oof point guard. That's a tough one. I'd probably do. See, and that's going to be my downfall. I don't know positions. I would say probably Chris Paul still. Chris Paul. for Okay, for point guard? For point guard. Okay. And then s- small forward, okay. I'd do Kevin Durant. He's just – I hate him, but he's so good. So, you got, so it's small forward, point guard, um, power forward, center, shooting guard? Yeah. Okay, okay. God, this is why I sucked at basketball when I was a kid. That's a good team, though. I mean, so you picked Joker, Curry, Durant, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. That was my start. Chris Paul. Yeah. Okay. That would <laughs> that could be even be any carnation of like the Olympic team. And like you're probably. I mean, fuck. I don't it even care what anybody it. says. I would take Joker as center. Yeah, sure. dude. I would take James. I would take LeBron. Fuck LeBron. <laughs> I know it's a touchy subject, I but I would totally guy. take. I would totally. And it, what position does he play? Power forward. No, he's he can play pretty much any position, but he's usually like a small forward. Okay, so I'll take LeBron as my small forward. I guess I don't know. Joker, LeBron, um, Kawhi Leonard. Okay, I would so take Kawhi Leonard. would be your s- small forward. Okay. Um, I think I'd take Giannis. Yeah, Giannis would be. That'd be dope. I think I'd take Giannis and God, I don't know, man. I got one more to go. One more. Um, I don't. Is I, it gonna be I like wouldn't. A Steph Curry. I wouldn't like want to take. I don't think I'd want to take like no. I, and that's because I just don't like Steph Curry. It's not his fault. He's dope. Fuck him. He, dude, he just had <laughs> happened to fall into a great career. He came out of like nah, Davidson, I think I'd do Harden. Bro. I think Hard- I'd do Harden. Yeah, Harden's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be my five. Kay. Joker, because he's an amazing facilitator. He can dude, pass he's, to anybody. He's the best center in the league. Oh, regardless. my God. Hands down. I don't care if they lose he's not, game seven he's on not, Sunday or win. He's not athletic, but it's crazy because – even when he gets old, he's not even athletic, so it's not like it, anything's going to really change. It's going to be like Dirk, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, you well, know, he can kind of <laughs> drive it to the hole, but he's just an amazing shooter. Yeah. Amazing. No, and, and a 
his his passes are incredible. Like that dude will do no. You think Patrick Mahomes' no look passes are good? This dude's doing it constantly in the playoffs. Yeah, where he's looking at someone under the hoop and throwing it to the wing and yeah. And it's fucking nuts. That dude is incredible. And LeBron James. I mean, it's LeBron James. The dude is still a good player. He's I know still amazing. He's not as good as Jordan. I won't, he's I won't ever say he was as good I, as Jordan. I would say he's still a top three player. But he's, yeah. And, and it goes you just, Jordan, Kobe, then LeBron. You can't not take him, though. I mean, I it, yeah, he had a shit season with the Lakers, but I, I would just have to do it. I just don't want him on the team because he's such a turd. <laughs> yeah. He just sells out his teammates. He's just but. Like, but if you're in Korea, it doesn't really fucking matter because well. you're not there to be on a team. You're there to hang out with me, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what else we got? And you know LeBron would bring the party. Come on now. That'd be sick. But hopefully, I mean, do you think that'll happen? You think you think people will agree to that shit? Do you think President Trump will be like, yeah, okay. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, yeah it's going to be huge. That sounds great. It's, um... This deal is going to be huge. We're going to send Durant and James and Yanis overseas. <laughs> nah. I don't think... It, they're not going to fucking do that shit. I don't know. I'd sack maybe, maybe, Maybe some NBA players will volunteer to do it. To send Dennis Rodman to his all favorite. Dennis Rodman goes over there anyway. <laughs> that's he don't give a fuck. That's what he's trying. He's like, yo, just tell him that you want, like, Four or five all stars just come live in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Trump's crazy enough to do it. <laughs> right. I bet mean, he could figure it out too. Um, we're gonna take a little bit of a break because I want to fix this stream here. So I'm gonna play some of the uh, TMA playlists. I'm gonna fix the stream and I might go smoke a cigarette. And we will be right back with the rest of the news. Our quick twists of the week and our favorite segment. Y'all killing me with this shit. We're the Twist Mom Podcast. We'll be right back. Don't die. 
Farm podcast. Sorry about that old stream. Uh, it was a little messed up apparently, but the new one seems to be working just fine. I went and updated all of the. Appreciate links, sticking so with us. Yeah, hello, hello in there, whoever's in there. Um, it is Matthew. Yes, you are so welcome. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. I you would rock. like to fix it. Yes. Um, we were just talking about some news. We just finished up talking about. Um, <laughs> who Kim Kim Jong? Kim Jong Il. Yeah, he wants to. He will. What, what What's the story? Just Just read the headline so again. So Kim Jong Un wants to hang out with famous basketball players in exchange for nuclear arms deal. Wow. So yeah, he's gonna basically turn in all his weapons if we just let him hang out with some famous basketball players. Wow. Just give him LeBron James and and just call it a day. <laughs> Well, that's how weird we're getting today. That's it's been a fun, <laughs> it's been a fun one. Um, I do want to talk about the fact this whole episode is called "Twist My Shrooms." So I'm sure you guys have heard that Denver decriminalized magic mushrooms this last week. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Evan? I think it's gonna be a disaster. I think, you know. You think people moving here is bad for weed? 
oh man, we're gonna get every wook in the nation <laughs> moving here, like dirty. You really think that's what's gonna happen, though? Dude, it's gonna flood the streets. There's gonna be tents everywhere. You really, really like that's that's what you really believe is gonna happen. I think this is gonna be the next episode of South Park. <laughs> All the wooks are gonna try to move here. But here's the thing: is you do realize that it it's not legal. It's not legal so to, to grow them or sell them. Yeah, but if you get busted with them, they're like, yeah. They don't really care. Yeah, exactly. Like, there it's you decriminalized go. depending on the amount that you have. Well, you can't obviously. just have like a big ass bag. <laughs> if you have like a little just bit, a I'm whole, sure. A trash bag around. <laughs> it's like, dude, I borrowed this from every single person here. I just. I think that this is a good step. I mean, have you have you ever eaten mushrooms? Nah. You've never e- you've never eaten mushrooms. Don't don't on, lie on to me. Pizza. Okay, so I've eaten mushrooms before, and it's fine. It's not the the best. I feel like I don't know, man. I guess I just don't really like that feeling, so I don't really seek it out. But I hear that there are some medical benefits to taking micro doses of mushrooms. Yeah. So the problem is when you get the people that are eating a shit ton of it and just tripping face. Gosh, dude. That's, that's the issue. Dis- but it's going to be a disaster. But I think the the other issue is the fact that they don't... It's mushrooms. It's not, it's not meth. They have bigger fish to fry than these kids, <coughs> you know, <laughs> looking under cow shit to eat something to trip a little bit. Like, if this is this is more like Denver saying, if you want to do that, go for it. Fine, whatever. Yeah. But I I don't think that it's and again it's not legal. It's not like yeah. it's not like I'm going to be selling mushrooms out of my dispensary anytime soon. But like, it just means that if you get caught, you're not going to get busted. It's, it was the the way that marijuana kind of started. Yeah. It got decriminalized, and it was <laughs> like you'd get caught with you know an eighth or something, and they'd be like, whatever. Do you have anything else on you? No, okay. Here's a speeding ticket. Be on your way. Like, like stop and frisk. Because because they know you. that there's, I, I mean, with with the way that Denver's population has increased in the last couple of years, they know that there's way bigger fish to fry. They could be worrying about way bigger problems than uh. some kid with an eighth of shrooms. Yeah. I don't know. That's I guess that's my opinion. And again, if if you're there has been a bunch of scientific, uh, like tests or, or experiments and stuff showing that the psilocybin in the mushrooms does help with anxiety and depression and it it does not help with my stomach. It, no. Well, <laughs> some of us can't handle it. I throw up every single time I eat mushrooms. I haven't eaten mushrooms in six years or something like that. But I just can't. I Because last time I had a bad trip. Last time he went down the wrong pipe. I did. I think it was I think was it was when we went we went to a Fall Out Boy show. Oh, man. <laughs> so I thought we were just going to get drunk at this show. And then this guy just halfway to the show. I'm like, hey, dude, I ate a half at the show. I was like, oh, my gosh. And he's like, dude, there's explosions, man. I'm like, oh, I have I have never liked Paramore. But that night I loved Paramore. Hey, yeah. Josh was <laughs> hopping around saying, that's what you get oh my when God. you damn your heart But again, out. like it was it was a good time. I was. I was going through a hard time in my life. It was it was a great time. That was when you were living like over by uh, Punchbowl. 
Yeah, right next door to Punchbowl. Like those of you that know what Punchbowl is, you <laughs> can imagine how much it sucked. People live pissing right next in your alley, dude. Not on the not on the alley in my on my house. We'd be smoking a cigarette on the porch, look around the corner, and there'd be some drunk asshole just pissing on our house. Well, but that's how we got to park down there for free because <laughs> we went to the Punchbowl and we were like, hey, so instead of us like. I don't know, pressing charges for, for, you know, everyone peeing on our house all the time. How about you just let us park here and not tow us away? <laughs> just be like, give me a personalized spot. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it was fun down there. But, yeah, it was whatever. I, I got into I got a hold of a little bit of shrooms, and so I had to eat some. But oh, my goodness. With this whole thing, uh, I think it's. I don't think are, it's bad. I think but people I'm, are making it out to be a bigger deal than it actually is. I don't think it's going to be bad, but I just think. I'm just concerned more people are going to move here. No. That's, dude, that's how it starts, bro. No. One wook tells, tells another, and then they become wook. two wooks. You've been looking at the big game trophy wook dude. hunters too Oh, much. my gosh. It's going to open the floodgates, bro. Just kidding. I don't, I I don't, don't think it is. I don't know. I don't think it is. I, I think when know. people come to visit here, they might be more apt to try and find shrooms mm. and do them. But, oh, my God, my connection is out again. Sorry, well, guys. I sorry. Can't, I can't do it again. Um, oh no, it's back. Yes. So, I guess you know. Again, I don't think the shroom thing is going to be a big deal. Yeah. Um, but let's move on from that. What's your What's your next bit of news? Oh, uh, this is awesome. So my last, my last and second um bit of news. Genie Bus is being encouraged to trade LeBron James. So You're just on a LeBron James hate train. In there, oh, my goodness. So basically, you just do not like. So him. basically, LeBron James has managed to get Magic Johnson to resign. Sure. Do you has think, do you has think it was LeBron that got that? Tap yeah. Him, yeah. Because Magic's like, I don't want to deal with this trash anymore. <laughs> and bas- basically, Magic just they were talking shit about him. Uh, the genie bus and the gm who's hated around the league and that's just where and lebron no one wants to go play with him because he's a coach killer he's a play he's a player killer, killer. you know like teammate we, killer we, we've been through this we've you're, been this we've, we've done this but the whole thing is it's crazy to me to think like he's still like the if he he'd be like the peyton manning if he gets released tomorrow like every team is gonna, gonna be want like, him yeah yeah that's just crazy that they're like willing to there's there are people <laughs> protesting outside the stadium. I saw that crazy. Today. There wasn't a lot. There was like 30 people protesting. I don't know, man. There's even crazy people saying that they're like draft Lamelo, sign oh, w- the other Lonzo brother and then co- have coach LeVar. I was oh, like, God, no way. No. I was like, what? That's a terrible idea. The Lakers are just not. Not good. They're just they're just not what they used to be, and they gotta. I think they should just sell the team. I think they should just turn that place into a fucking parking lot. <laughs> just let the Clippers take over in L.A. Yeah, I, I, I understand your disdain for LeBron, but it's not that he's a bad person because he's actually a really cool guy. Just like he's just got a he's got an ego. He's just overrated. <laughs> The most overrated basketball player I've ever heard of in my entire I even, life. I don't even want to get into that. I'm not going to get into it. I'm leaving it at that. 
Mm-hmm. Matthew says Magic didn't realize how much work it was going to be. Of course he didn't. True. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he was like, I'm going to get LeBron and things are going to be smooth sailing. Well, he's like, I'm just getting LeBron <laughs> and then everybody's going to want to play with him. And then they're like, man, I realized throughout his 13 year career or whatever. He just kills every single one of his <laughs> teammates except for D Wade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even Chris Bosh. I was going to say, what happened to Chris Bosh? He had he had uh, blood clots in his lungs. Poor guy. Oh, wow. That that's why he retired. Yeah. Okay. It's a bummer. Well, I mean, I, I think it's kind of funny to hear that LeBron's on the trade block. Yeah, that they could be really thinking about trading him because no, I and mean, then and then it was crazy that they were like, maybe the Denver Nuggets are going to be interested. No. I'm like, I'm like, cool. We will trade you Plumley, a first round pick, and Isaiah Thomas, and we'll th- and we'll throw in a second round pick just for you. Oh my God. I don't. Nah, I like our team. Yeah. By the way, game seven Sunday night. Better, f- we better fucking win. Yeah, I'm gonna be pissed. Um, next bit of news I got, and I think this is uh, is this the last? Maybe this is the last. Yep. I don't know. This um, is the last of the news. So, Disney has announced a ton of new dates for movies for Star Wars for oh, MCU yeah. and live action movies they're remaking. This article comes from Polygon.com. Um, basically, the next Star Wars movie is going to come out in 2022. So That's a ways. The Rise of Skywalker comes out at the end of the year, which is cool. I'm excited for that. But then after Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> we're going to be focused more on the, t- the the series that they have coming out for Disney+. Plus, The Mandalorian, um, the Cassian Andor story, that sort of thing. So... Polygon says, after making clear that the Star Wars movies were on hiatus, quote-unquote, after this December's The Rise of Skywalker, Disney confirmed with the release schedule that fans would get another sequel or new trilogy kickoff in three years. Whether that's Ryan Johnson's trilogy or whatever uh, Game of Thrones creators David Benioff and D.B. Weiss are cooking up is unknown. But per Disney's announcement, the film will kick off three new as-yet-untitled Star Wars films... Uh, on the pre-Christmas weekend every other year, beginning in 2022. So that's a ways. It is. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. They better be making those things. It better be like a Nine Inch Nails album where Trent Reznor just goes and gets sad for like three years and just writes a masterpiece for like five years. <laughs> then I'm like, okay, like, yeah, okay. It's uh, worth yeah. the wait, but that's ah, – that's, but it's a long time, but I mean, let's we get the series, and it, it does need a break. There's yeah. a little bit of oversaturation with I know, the Star Wars. And then you just make right a movie now, so. like Last Jedi, and that just <sighs> makes me sad. But we'll uh, move on. I mean, I was thinking that Marvel was starting to get oversaturated, but then Endgame came out, and I was like, no, give me more. Yeah. I want more. I want, f- I want five movies a year. I want, like, a bunch of Guardians movies. If they're going to just take. Uh, if they're just gonna go in a different direction, like my favorite superhero is dead, so sure, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of that, uh, Marvel has Phase Four plans for 2020 and beyond. Obviously, uh, Marvel Studios post Endgame releases are technically unknown, but we know Phase Four movies include a Black Widow standalone, an adaptation of The Eternals, a Shang Chi movie, and Black Panther Two. Marvel has two 2020 movies on the calendar slated for May 1st, 2020 and November 6th, 2020. Was it Black Panther? Um, the three untitled film. Uh, it could be, it could be Black Panther and hell yeah, because that first one was good. It could be Black Panther and then a new one like The Eternals or something like that. 
Um, when when's the new Guardians coming? I out? was just gonna say the three untitled films planned for 2021 <laughs> and 2022. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. The there's two for 2020 and then three for um, 2021 and 22. Uh, one of those supposedly being uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. So probably 2022 is when we're gonna get Guardians three. Dude, really? As Guardians of the Galaxy. That sucks. Well, James Gunn is doing the Suicide Squad movie well, right now. That's not coming out till 2020. So. They should have paid him a crap ton more money and just like just no, drop that shit. Just drop that and just go make yeah. a good movie. But he's bringing King Shark. Into Suicide Squad, and King Shark is one of my favorite villains of the DC. But, but has awesome. has DC made anything good? Chomp, chomp, motherfucker. They have not made anything good. No, they haven't, but James Gunn could probably make something good. I don't know. I thought... He kicked Will Smith out. Jared Leto's not going to be in it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. I don't have so any faith. <laughs> There's also some new Disney live action movies, uh, remakes, live action remakes. Yeah, have they announced some more good ones. Um, kind of. Like, uh, I mean, they you have, have. It's like Mulan and. Uh, you have Maleficent, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil coming um, out November 10th this year. Didn't care. Um, but then one. you have the live action remake of Mulan coming yeah, out see? March oh, 2020, right. and then you have Cruella. A 101 Dalmatians redo starring Emma Stone, mm. dated for December 2020. Uh. Um, and then Disney has eight, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight untitled live action pro- projects sprinkled throughout 2021 and 2022. Holy shit, eight live action movies yeah. for Disney in two years. Good. Good? Yeah. I guess. No. What well, what would you what would you want them to remake the most that they're not doing right now? That's a tough one. Um I have two. Goofy movie. Goofy movie. Dude, that was a great movie. <laughs> one they Powerline, bro. One they could actually do and get the actors for. Emperor's New Groove. Crunk. You could get every single actor that voice acted in that movie to play in the live action <laughs> remake of Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Dude, okay. I want that or Hercules. And you could even have the villain. Uh, whatever his name James Woods. Woods. Yeah. He could play in that. That guy's such a And Danny guy. DeVito could be the fucking little guy. Like the, the centaur. Give me Hercules or Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, I'd be down. And and make them just hilarious comedies, PG thirteen. Oh, comedies. dude, my favorite was the the meme that I posted last week. It was uh, forget what I where I found it, but it was hilarious. It's um, Couscous is the Cusco, Cusco or whatever. That that guy's the Deadpool of Disney movies. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he really is. And I just, oh man, I had a good chuckle about that. That was funny. Yeah. To me, because I was like, yeah, it really is, because he's just like ending to ends up being a prince, and then he goes to an ugly llama, and he's like, yeah, sad, pathetic, and he has right. that funny, dry humor, David Spade commentary. Matthew was, says Goodman is too old. You think Goodman would be too old to play that character now? 
uh, as long as you're not having him try to go up mountains, like go up mountains and shit. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't even do that in the the original good old days. <laughs> <laughs> he was Roseanne. Who would who would be your replacement for Goodman? If nah, we had to replace nah. Him? They they CGI his face no, on there. No, no, yep. No, no. Or they just do it like you think they do the de aging thing. No, or they'll just do what they did with um, the guy from Star Wars from Rogue Squad or was it Rogue Rogue One? Rogue One, yeah. With Tarkin, yeah. But Tarkin was dead, so good. He's not dead. Well, no, they could <laughs> just do that, and he could do the voiceover. He could be like that James Earl Jones. Mm, man, except all for right, he doesn't have right. to do any of the heavy lifting or like walk or have anything to do with. It. <laughs> physical activity. But like if that wasn't in the in the cards, who do you think would play a good <sighs> a goodman? <laughs> a goodman? Oh man. <laughs> Especially for Emperor's New Group cuz it's got to be a big guy. I mean, you could still have Kronk there. It'd be S- Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah. He's already Puma though. Well, I don't know then. Seth Rogen. I mean, that would be cool. I guess it doesn't Jonah Hill. Like <laughs> I think that it would be. And just make it a hard rated R. And <laughs> <laughs> Jonah Hill. He's like, you're being a real dick. <laughs> I think the. I don't know. Good. The Rock. Uh, he's just been in too many things lately. Yeah, but he'd be a good. He'd be a good one. He's got that family guy. But he's already mo- in Moana. The yeah, but the, it, that's a cartoon. He's, it's not a live action thing. What about what about the guy that plays uh, Drax? He's a pretty good actor. Yeah. Um, I can't. Uh, David Batista. I think it should just be Arnold. He's too old too. I think David Batista would be pretty good actually. Have you seen? Did you see Blade Runner twenty twenty two or whatever twenty twenty four? Not twenty forty one or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, he was in it and he was very brief, but he did a really good job. I I really liked his serious character. I think that. I think, I think David Bautista would be great in that I think role. they should have CGI Andre the Giant in there. Be like, I'm going to want to be nut. And then who? Oh, my God. I, I just, I love picking apart Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove, I think, is my favorite it was fucking a, Oh, it was so funny. Movie. Yeah, and it was a good one. The, who's the chick? The um, Kronk's oh, lady. Isn't that just the mom from Archer? And uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. It, ma- uh, it might be. And, and Arrested, Arrested Development. Development. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I'm pretty sure it is. She Let's could totally play that. Yeah. Still, they could bring her back for that easily. Oh my God! Please look that up and find out because, yeah. oh, if that was her, all they'd have to do is give her, you know, some. She already looks old. And they just witchy. need to keep her away from what's his face from the George Senior guy. <laughs> oh my God! Because <laughs> he's just mean to her. He's like, you're ruining every single <laughs> take. <laughs> fucking hate this shit and he just screams at her <laughs> oh <my laughs> i'm like God. damn let's see moment of truth hold on so you got the you got the original cronk he could be in it for sure you could have david spade could totally do it because he would just be a cgi character anyway so he you could de-age his face a little bit to make him look younger and then just put his you know put his voice on a llama <laughs> Oh my god! And the anim- the animation on that llama would be fantastic. I'm gonna go watch that movie tonight after this podcast. The movie's great, dude. Holy shit! Um, and unfortunately, wasn't. It was like some, some, some. Si- rant. Who is it? What's her name? I don't remember. 
Don't you have the IMDb up? Right yeah, now? but I can't remember the name. Of, what was her character's name? Who's the bad? Isma. Isma. So yeah, it was the sing. So it's a singer. Okay. Okay. It's Weird. So it's Eartha Kitt, who is the singer on Santa Baby. Weird, weird uh, side Santa note. Santa Baby. Yeah. Interesting. That's, yeah. Was she in anything else? Mm, probably not. Hey, stop. Dog keeps barking. Huh. Interesting. So yeah, I mean, and that that's all the cast you need really for that movie. Yeah. The original characters. So. What you don't need Tom Jones. He's the original theme song guy. Oh, you could totally have Tom Jones in it. Yeah. Beware the groove. The groove. <laughs> I would still 85% Rotten Tomatoes for Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Of course. Great movie. Because it is like the best Disney movie. I don't know. Hercules is pretty good, too, though. Oh, dude, that was another another one of the good newer ones. Yeah. That like Lion King, Aladdin. They were on a good streak. The 90s. All the 90s cartoons were so good. Dude, uh, we we could do a whole show on that. We really could. Maybe we'll do that. Let us maybe let us know, Matthew. If maybe you think that's cool. Maybe after we go see uh, Lion King when it comes out, because we're gonna definitely go see that and uh, relive our childhood. Oh, a dude, bit. with Donald Glover, it's gonna be great. Mm. Fuck yeah! But anyway, quick twist. Quick, 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 quick twist. Quick twist is a nitpick shit fit on a topic we can cover quick. One topic per host, be it praise or roast. Send any topic suggestions to our Facebook page. And now for this week's quick twist. That's right. It is time for the quick twist of the week. Um, let's start with Evan. What is your? Well, let's let you know. Let's not do that. Let's go a little bit. So if you haven't listened to the show, you don't know what the quick twist is, and you don't understand that little uh, bumper we had there. The quick twist is basically where we take a couple things that we did during the week, some new music, new video games, new restaurants, new anything we we checked out. And we kind of rate it a little bit. Either it's really bad or it's really good. Um, so, yeah. Evan, what do you got for this week's Quick Twist? Mm, let's see. As far as good, bad, I don't know, man. I haven't really done much. You haven't done much, huh? No. No new movies, no new TV shows. Oh, I was listening. To what was that? What music was I listening to recently? That I just downloaded. That was decent. Give me a second. Do <laughs> do yours first, really so quick. So I and I only have one. No, I have two this week. So my first one is there's this pop punk band. Listen, pop punk is still alive and well. <laughs> um, this pop punk band is called In Her Own Words. In Her Own Words, they have they just came out with a new album this last week. Okay. Oh my god, and I I know it's it's some cheesy ass shit. And and whatever, and the guy's got the the kind of whiny voice and stuff. But like, man, for those of you that love pop punk and and those kind of artists, you know, going back to Blink and some Forty One and even as far as like Jimmy Eat World and yeah, you know those still those gotta sort go of to things, that show. Like, so. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, and this is this is them. I don't want to play too much because I don't want YouTube to block me. Yeah. By the way, YouTube, I have talked to this band and they have said that I can play their stuff as long as I shout them out. So, uh, so I, I, I remember what I was, what I listened to. This good. I mean, I, I get it. It's kind of, it's cheesy as shit. I understand it's a cheesy pop punk shit, but 
Aside from the fact that it's pop punk, they they take that music style and turn it into their own mesh. There's some songs that are. I think I mean, it sounds pretty good. I like it. Right, and you know, you know, you listen to music and you're like, God, I can't understand that beat quite, quite right. Like it's a, it's a different kind of, it's offbeat or it's like a math sort of thing where they're, and and they have a lot of that in this album where they take that pop punk or that that punk rock music and and flip it on its head and make it better. I feel like they just yeah. kind of took it and made it better, man. I like it. it. Sounds cool. And this album was was incredible. I've listened to it. Oh my god, so many times. And um, their older albums were were fantastic. I loved them. I loved their yeah. EP. It was great. I loved the album after that. But you know, the I liked it. It was, it was catchy stuff. Yeah, but, and I, but I liked I liked that type of music though. Right. And if you it's do like catchy, like that type of catchy music. lyrics, like good, like catchy guitar Riffs licks and stuff. Ah, uh, dude. And those guys are so tight too. Their the call, music is so like good. the call and response of yeah. Oh, that whole genre is yep. great. I mean, and they I, they did kind of put out a couple s- singles and stuff over the last year, I think, as they were recording this album. But and the, and this is, what's the name of this band again? It's called In Her Own Words. Okay, In Her Own Words. Yeah, yeah. these guys sound pretty good. I mean, of course, they have their slower songs that you skip forward a little bit. So I mean, it just... I don't know. You gotta listen to it. You gotta listen to this album. I give it a thousand twists out of five because it's really okay. fucking good. I, it's yeah, called the uh, album's called Steady Glow by the band In Her Own Words. You can okay. find them on Facebook, all that stuff. Um, I can't remember exactly where they're from, but they're they're cool dudes. Um, when cool. I, I emailed them a, a while ago, I messaged them on Facebook and was like, "Hey, I do a podcast. Would you mind if I played your music?" And they responded like immediately. They're super cool guys. So that's awesome. I would love to get them on the show Dude. for like a little interview at some let's, point. Let's definitely make think, that happen. Uh, I think they're coming to Denver sometime soon. But um, even just call and that'd be f- that'd be fun. Yeah, let's for sure. But uh, check them out in in her own words. And what do you got for your quick twist this week? Oh, uh, I wish I wish it was on a better note like yours. Mine's gonna be very negative. <laughs> okay. So on the pop like punk subject, there is newfound glory. I I love them. <laughs> I I grew up listening like ah uh, even from the very beginning like hit or miss like oh man that was that was a great song and they have those you know. From the screen to your stereo series, I love that where they do the covers of the movie songs. This one was not one of them. Number three was new album was not good. Oh, they're from your screen to your stereo new album. Number three, yes, no, I did hear that. So they had a, they had a like, ah, there's seven songs in there. I'm like, "Ah, I have the tiger. I'm like, no, you know, they have cups. That song from what was it? Pitch Perfect. Yep. And then yeah, and then they it had was not, it, was, it was just there was not I think they very had many two songs, two songs that were okay on that. Like the power of love, I'm like that, nah. yeah, and it was fine. But the power of love has been covered. I just I just so many different bands. I and just give it a I just give it a thumbs down. You give it a zero twist out of five. <sighs> I still give it a, like a one, but it's just like uh, I expected more. I expected better songs. I mean, and they only had what eight on there or something like Seven. that. Seven. Seven, yeah. That's. I mean, the other albums have way more than that. Yeah, I feel like. Even if there's, they had the better songs. They had like Titanic, all the, all these great songs where you're like, all right, cool, like Karate Kid and.
so I guess here's some 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 people out there that are that are watching. I've never heard this song. It's "Let It Go" from Frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure, why not? But then you got... It seems like they took a bunch of songs from animated movies, doesn't it? Because you got the one from Frozen. This one is from Shrek. Yeah. Accidentally in Love by, what, Counting Crows or some shit? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, no, this is bad. That band sucks, too. I don't like Counting Crows. What's Cups? What's Cups from? This is from uh, Pitch Perfect. It's Anna Kendrick where she does a little clapping. What's up with all the the kids songs? Huh. You've never heard this nah, song? No, I haven't. It's actually like her version is actually pretty good. Huh. Yeah, no, I never uh, never really got into that. So Anna Kendrick, if you're listening, if you want to be on the show, let Anna me know. Anna Kendrick, yeah, okay. I'll go tag her on uh, on Instagram. Dude, you I never know. The episode. <laughs> We yeah. can dream, right? Um, I have another uh, good little quick twist for this week. I and it's it's something I've talked about a few times, um, but so I got I got a I got a new TV. Those of you that don't know, I've bragged about it kind of a lot, but I got this new TV a couple months ago, and it's incredible. I love yep. it. It's People way better than my last one. And so I've been kind of going back and playing some older games and going through some stuff and seeing what it's like on a better definition TV. One of those games that I played was Zelda Breath of the Wild. For nice. And it's it's better. I, I want to start over from the beginning again and play through on this on this screen like. If you if you've played Zelda and you haven't played it on a on a good screen on a nice high def screen, mm-hmm. you're really missing out. Kenji, Kenj, stop. Because <laughs> I I mean, it's incredible the 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 graphics. I mean, for for the Switch on on a nice high def TV, are no joke. Yeah. <coughs> They, I know Nintendo's been kind of behind when it comes to graphics, but, but goddamn, I'm about to restart this game and play it all the way through again, because it, that and Red Dead Redemption, because I did the same thing with that. I kind of popped it in the PlayStation and played it for a minute and was like, oh my god, everything is so much better. <laughs> so, if you're playing on a shit TV, I highly recommend maybe saving up and getting a new one and playing... And playing some, some or stealing yourself a TV. Or st- or st- yeah, I guess I don't really condone that sort of behavior. Not from an actual person, but if but you know. Um, speaking of Zelda, I kind of kind of going to do a segue into this, but but they're making a. Yeah, did you hear about this, Kenji? Don't make me edit you, Kenji. We're gonna have to edit this whole thing, man. That's right. This is why live shows are fun because you never know what's going on. Trev's over there just just growling. Yeah. Kenji's barking like, "I just want to be your friend." Yeah. Trev's like, "No." So, anyway, uh, Netflix has apparently <laughs> revealed that they are going to start making a Legend of Zelda TV series. 
cool, right? You'd think it'd be cool. you think like, okay, uh. sweet. Maybe they'll make it with some little bit more adult themed, a little bit more, you know, graphic. It'll be, it'll be sick. It'll be, I think it's going to be fun. disastrous. No, the, what they have described this as is a very kid-friendly adaptation of The Legend of Zelda. That just sounds awful. I mean, it's already bad enough that, that we're getting tons and tons of remakes. Hellboy? Did you see Hellboy? Did you even know Hellboy came out? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't... I From what I read on that shit, I mean, I will see it eventually, but I hear it is not good. And Never we didn't, even seen the first one. And we didn't need a remake of that movie. There's all sorts of movies coming out that are... <laughs> you can't even complain about the Disney movies, the, the cartoons that are getting remade into live-action movies. Well, they have to, because they don't have any other ideas, bro. Oh, well, let's get some new ideas. Well, Starting with maybe making Zelda a little bit grittier. Maybe they should make it a little violent. Yeah, for real. It's just killing people. Bloody and just sword fighting and shanking and oh man. But no. They're gonna keep it super kid friendly. No, I'm good. Uh, I'm gonna pass. And you know what? Netflix, I mean, I I just I don't even know what else to say, but Yo, kill me with this <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's time for our segment. True story. Yeah, sure. kill me with this shit. And Netflix, you are seriously killing me with this shit. Make, do better. Do better. You have the opportunity to make something awesome. But no, you're going to make a kid-friendly piece of garbage. And you know what? Yo, kill me with this shit. Evan, what do you got this week for, for I'm, I'm, I'm upset. We, oh. need, we need to move on to you. Yeah, what do you, so. What do you got for me? Oh, just another thing that's going to piss people off. So if you haven't seen Avatar, you've been living under a fucking rock. <laughs> uh, it's what now it's going to be the second biggest movie of all time, only behind the Avengers uh, right. Endgame. So right. uh, it's about to be. So everybody remembers you is revolutionary 3D like James Cameron. Supposedly he's like I've been working on this for like 30 years or 20 years. Yeah, they're pushing back the sequels. When I want to know when that movie was made. It's probably like 2005. 2009. It's 2009. 2009. I believe. Maybe Dude. it was a little later than that. Maybe it was like 2012, 2011. No, nah, it it, let's, let's look this up. But it, anyways, the you sequels, sequels have been pushed back to December 2021. And December 2023 is when they're going to be released. 2021 and 2023 That's and they're doing that two years away they're doing that in between star wars movies did you notice that yeah but still think of let's when was that first i was one? right the first time 2009 2009 think yeah. about that that's that's already gonna be 12 years 12 years yeah like between yeah you think it's gonna be good they're talking about underground like underwater which is gonna be cool if they're gonna keep doing most revolutionary Spending the most money on like the revolutionary cameras <laughs> that James Cameron he makes dope movies, so uh, I. But yeah, the fact but that he was saying I was developing the story for the first one over twenty years, he's like, yeah, I had the story written. I was like, no, you just popped in Fern Gully, an yeah. old VHS of that. <laughs> it's the same exact. He plot. was just he was just trying to be a new George Lucas. But anyways, oh, so the the YouTube just died. Sorry guys oh, that sorry. we're watching on YouTube, but it died. Um, but yeah, I guess. With with that, he said he said the sequel was supposed to come out in like twenty thirteen. Yeah. 
And so now. Well, no, he said it were going to be like five years away from okay, whenever okay. they came out. So it was like okay. 2014, 2015. Okay. So now it's. 2019. 2019. And James Cameron has announced it's pushed back another two years because I do remember it was supposed to come out this year yeah. around Christmas. Um, but it has now been pushed back two years. And although I'm not that big of a fan of Avatar, I didn't really like that movie. I feel for all the fans out Ugh, there that, that liked it and want a new uh, a sequel to this movie. So for all those fans and for Evan out there, James Cameron. Y'all killing me with this For real, though. Yeah. Um, I had... I, I, I had one more killing me with this shit. I do as well. Okay. So... You were over there last night. We were watching the Nuggets game. Oh, terrible. <laughs> I understand they lost. I understand that, you know, it was it was a bad game for the team. Uh, we're going to game seven Sunday. I'm, ex- I'm excited. But watching that game and listening to the commentators, and even not just that one, but throughout the whole playoffs, oh, no terrible. matter who the Nuggets are playing, if you're watching the game on TNT or ESPN or something like that, any any other station besides Altitude, and they have nothing good to say about the Nuggets. Ever. Uh, they're the worst. The worst guy on there, Hubby Brown. Terrible commentator. Oh, God. But the guy's like, am I being too harsh on him? He's like somebody's old grandpa. He's 85 years old, still in the air. I'm like, was that the guy that was on the game last night? The guy that was on the left, the and he's, really old and guy. And he just could not stop talking about Portland. Yeah, he would no matter what happened. Like and we here's would have an amazing basket or something. Or we're getting like, fouled well, hard, and he's know. like, "That was a clean call. I don't yeah. see why he's being over dramatic." Yeah, it was so. Or they're very uh, biased. Or Portland, he's like, like, "Why is he throwing an alley oop? Or why is he shooting this way?" And then the, he's like, "Yeah." And then you got a uh, got Damian Lillard. He's taking like fifty foot jumpers, yeah. like. You got Dame, and, and he's he's he's, he's, ma- he's confident. He's in his just shots. he's just throwing like the the best shots in the world. I'm like, no, he's just like Get happened to hit like a hot here. streak, and he's just throwing it up yeah, there every I, time, I and it just happened to go in. Can't handle it. And terrible. And to those commentators of ESPN and TNT. Y'all killing me with this. Let's uh horrible. let's give some let's give the Nuggets some love, huh? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. What else you got, Evan? Oh, so this this another thing that just that just makes me sad is uh, Woodstock quickly becoming next fire festival. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell so me, tell you me all about so it. you think Woodstock? You're like okay, so you have these uh, you have this awesome festival. Legendary bands play the original one, you know, and then you had Wood, Woodstock '94, and then you had Woodstock. What was it like '99 or whatever? That one was not so good, but yeah. But then they were like 50th anniversary, bringing back the general like idea of peace, love, like three day festival. You know, certainly not as crazy as the first one, but you know, you're just gonna have the whole true spirit of the festival. So that meant booking Miley Cyrus and a bunch of other bands like Jay Z and not for any, Woodstock. Yeah, Miley Cyrus for Woodstock as a headliner. First of all, you're gonna book Miley Cyrus for Woodstock. Yo, <laughs> right. That's that's already right there. So, but keep going on. My, so Miley Cyrus and who else? Jay Z. Jay Z. The only the only like legacy act that they had that was pretty solid was, um, Carlos Santana. 
Okay, and he's um, played for Woodstock before. Yeah, he right? played at the original one, so he's the only original one. And then they had like some newer artists like Halsey, you know, like some popular bands. But I'm like, when I think Woodstock, I think like I would think like '90s bands, think '80s like, bands, well, like first '60s, of all, not like new bands. First of all, I think of bands with that play instruments. Yeah, that's the first thing I think about when it comes to Woodstock. Yeah. There's people going up there with guitars and drums and and bass guitars and and somebody singing. Not. You know, Miley Cyrus up there with a DJ changing her outfit after every song, making sure that she's putting on a great show. No, I'm thinking Woodstock has musicians. Well, they had had some decent artists on there, but I was like, really? 50th anniversary, you're going to wait all this time? It's like watching Indiana Jones, the Curse of the Crystal Skull or whatever. Oh, God. You're like, man, you, you guys waited 25 years, but this is like 50 years in the making. It's like... You ha- you have a bunch this? of you have a bunch of legends that are still alive. You have Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. You have, you know, Roger Waters of Pink Floyd. Right. You have Eric Clapton. You have all these like big name artists. Right. And then you you didn't go with any of them. Just pay the people. It's like oh my gosh, that's what made Desert Trip much better. This has started turning into like the Fire Festival. <laughs> if you wanted to go see like the good Woodstock, I already went there, and it was called Desert Trip. It was. Paul McCartney, Neil Young, Bob Dylan, um, Roger Waters of Pink Floyd. Um, who else? Neil Young. Um, that sounds like a who, good lineup. That sounds like way more of a Woodstock. Lineup. The The Who, the Rolling Stones. That was it. Was awesome, dude. It was like Coachella for old people, and it was at the same place, same venue, and it was great. I had an awesome time. Um, but yeah, that was that was as close as Woodstock was gonna get for me. Yeah. I, mean, I, th- I thought the whole thing is a disaster. You know All the investors just pulled out their money. Oh, wow. Do you know who's booking the show? Is the it, the is original it, guy. Is it ja Rule? <laughs> no, it's the original guy. So they and oh, like wow. a bunch of big name people are booking it. But basically what happened was the venue did, wasn't going to hold like 100,000 people. It was down like by 40,000 people wow. what they could hold. So the investors like, well, we were expecting like 100,000 people so we can get our money back and make it crap ton of money but you just shrunk by 40 percent right wow so do you know that guy's name uh michael something is the doesn't matter michael of woodstock that's crazy i mean what way to take a a renowned legendary iconic thing you know cultural thing if i had money i'll tell you what i'd do
Welcome to the Twist Modern Podcast. Uh, we are back from the break. The music I heard was from the TMA playlist on Spotify featuring all the fun local bands around. Now it's kind of like the, the region, this region, the Denver region, I guess, because we got people from Nebraska on there. I got people from Missouri and Denver. So would you guys consider that the region? Yes. Okay. The Midwest region. Midwest. All right. So yeah, um, thank you guys for listening and still being here after the break. I am joined today on this interview by the wonderful band, The Midnight Devils. What's up? <laughs> How's it going? Wonderful. <coughs> how? Not Jimmy. <laughs> how are you guys? We are doing great. You guys are you guys are on tour right now, correct? Yeah, the last two days of the first leg of our tour. Okay. Yeah. And way too deep is what it's called. Way too deep tour. Because okay. we are in way too deep right now. <laughs> My clothes smell terrible. My dick smells even worse. And That's a good thing, though, right? Yeah, it is, actually. It's you like, got that stank I call, dick? I call it the vinegar factory. Okay. It's like, if you got a vinegar factory going on, like, you know, like when you go to take a piss and you have to fucking take, oh, hold on. I don't know if I know what you're talking about, but I, uh-huh. I can relate. It's good, it's good that you don't. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for coming on and, and hanging out with me and doing this little interview. Yeah. We're, we're doing this in uh, in your tour van. The is bus. This a van? Yeah. This, this is, is a bus. bus. Yeah, it's a bus. This is an old airline shuttle. I feel this is such a weird interview for me. Cause it's I'm good. Like, it's all dark and fucking. It's weird. Smoky you guys are all covering the front door. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. But happen. where are you guys from? Uh, I am from Omaha, Nebraska. The band is centrally based out of Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm from Omaha as well. Okay. Jimmy Mass over here. Yeah, yeah, I am from all over the country, um, but pri- I am I'm living in Chicago, Illinois right now. Nice. And uh, have been for the last few years, and so yeah, Chi Town in the house. Nice. But I travel out um, to meet up with these guys. Because when I met him first, it was love at first sight. And <laughs> I was like, I can't be away from you. <laughs> the first time I met you, I go, who is this dick? <laughs> oh my God. He's like, who's this fucking freak show on our bus? <laughs> who's smoking a hooter on our bus? Somebody's smoking a hooter on the bus. Still, two and a half years later, still doing the still same thing. That's all right, though. It sounds like sounds like you guys have a pretty good little okay, connection yeah, vibe here. Learn, so That's all right. That's cool. <laughs> and so let's, I guess I asked where you were from first, but what are your guys' names for the viewers out there? Listening? Oh, yeah. Sam Spade, Sam uh, Spade. lead vocal and bass God. guitar. God given name, <laughs> principal good vibes. <laughs> your Christian name is Sam Spade. I think I've seen the birth certificate. Yeah. Uh, I'm Chris Sniper Heinlein, play guitar. Watching that. My name is Jimmy Mess. And I am what you call a drum player. Drum player. Drum you wouldn't consider yourself a drummer. It would no, be a I'm drum not player. A drummer, dude. Like other people are drummers. <laughs> Those guys are nerds. <laughs> I am a drum player. What's the difference between a drum player and a drummer? Because drummers play drums, and drum players get stank dick. Drum players are just fucking players, <laughs> dude. Like that's how it is. Players no, with drums. It. I'm a player with a drum. Okay. I get it. I get it been there kind of not really yeah. now so how is uh we'll we'll start with some basic questions how's tour going so far where you guys where have you been on tour where have you played on this tour we started out in omaha i don't know where we're 
Yeah. <laughs> we went to Kearney, then we went to Texas. Uh, we played El Paso, then we went to, to Arizona, did two shows there. Played with Eric Hansen, uh, Molotov Cockroach. Eric Hansen, a lot of people don't know this, but me and Sam here and Eric Hansen, who we're talking about, used to play in a little punk band in Fremont, Nebraska called yes. Officially Terminated. Uh, that's kind of how I met these guys, so... Um, that's cool, and he's he's doing all right. Off to he's get, doing great. Off to get in touch with him and do get on down or now. something. Yeah, <laughs> slide on down. And we went to we went out to yeah. California and did uh, about four shows on California. Nice. Uh, and then Las Vegas, and now we're here. S- sounds like a pretty good tour. What's been your favorite show so far? Viper Room, Hollywood, California. Yeah, yeah. Viper Room was fun. Like, um, <laughs> I gotta say, probably I would like to say that it was probably Vegas for me or Viper Room. Vegas or Viper Room. Nice. You Sam? Same yeah, I, I enjoyed spending some time in Arizona. It's gonna be the night. Tonight's <laughs> gonna be the night that you wanna see, motherfuckers. Because if you're not here, you're gonna miss it. Happy, <laughs> I'm happy you put this thing on well, the microphone and well, <laughs> smash my face in. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> this uh, is being recorded, and it's not going to be aired for another, like, week or two. So, um, so you're all going to miss April 12th. <laughs> that means you all 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. This is April 12th. It's a Friday night. Uh, we just did a live. Sniper's birthday. Oh, is it really? Sniper's birthday, yeah. yeah. Happy Celebrate. fucking birthday. What? Thank you for listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know. It's possible. <laughs> and uh, where are you guys going after this? So we're at the venue here in Denver. Um, where is it's called the It's called The Venue. The venue and it's called The Venue. Yeah. Yes. And it's over in... Where would you... Where, where is this? Fucking... This is Pecos and 36 or something. I don't know. It's yeah. on your way out to Boulder. It's... It's outside of Denver, but it's a nice little venue. You guys we, played here before? Yeah, right? we've been here about three times now. And okay. Back in the day when I lived here, this used to be called something else. I forget what it was, though. The venue. It was <laughs> whiskey <laughs> Dicks. Venue, though? Whiskey Dicks. No, it's not Whiskey Dicks. It's something like that, though. Dicks with whiskey. <laughs> Buffalo. Buffalo Chicks Wild with Wings. dicks. Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the venue featuring yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. That sounds fantastic. It's hard. It's hard to keep my composure here. I eat some edibles, so I'm pretty fucking high right now. And like, you're just this is great. This is like one of the funner interviews I've had with bands. So, let's just get into some nitty gritty shit. Like, fuck all the older, the other bullshit. Like, what's the craziest thing that's happened on this tour with you guys? Like, let's be let's be honest. Mm, thus far. I mean, you were talking about some sort of vinegar dick over there. How does that even Me happen? Me and Sam had to sit through a three-hour presentation on timeshares to get a free meal. Really? Yeah. yeah that's not even part of it, though, is that they had to pose as lovers to do so. <laughs> like Mr. and Mrs. Morris. I go, more like Mr. and Mr. Morris. Hello, we're here. Seriously, yeah, though. you One of the gender equality, one of us <laughs> doesn't have to be the chick. But what did you say? The first thing I say, we had a... A nice fella named Glenn, and he looked at me, and I go, just so you know, Glenn, I'm the pitcher, not the receiver. Oh. He looked at me. <laughs> so I you was, guys. I was not a part of this, thank Jimmy God. You weren't You Jimmy weren't the child? You weren't the child? I was, the what, child you, I was the... what you call, I was like ethnically disqualified. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you would have played a really good, like, this is our adoptive son. 
<laughs> this is our adopted he, son, Felipe. <laughs> yeah. He's a mental defective. That, I, I don't think I've ever heard that. You had to pose. So was this a timeshare strictly for gay couples? <laughs> uh, no, that would have been awesome. That, no, there, were no, there were no single women, although that is awesome. Okay. That would have been reverse discrimination against the straights. Okay. Against the straights. Those bastard straights. Be careful in Denver. You don't wanna. You don't wanna get too crazy with the LGBTQ people. No, no. I am definitely, <laughs> as a proud Q, um, I, uh, I, I love the LGBTQs. I. And white people. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just kidding. I don't love white people. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're pretty much the worst sometimes. Yeah. Um, you guys can't tell, <coughs> but uh, but I'm a Mexican, so a very tall Mexican. No, this isn't live, so we can't tell. But you can say whatever you want. I guess that's you can be whatever <laughs> you real. want. That's fine. <laughs> um, God. So how did you guys? How did, you were originally in the band 3D in Your Face, correct? Mm-hmm. Did you guys meet I had nothing to that? Do with that band. Right, cause cause didn't you pick him up from Chicago one day? Yeah, or we something uh, like? we were out on a tour and uh, the band kind of was falling apart. Our drummer left in the middle of a tour. And we got in contact with Jimmy. He's like, "Yeah, I'd love to do the rest of it." I believe my exact words were, "Fuck yeah, come, come, <laughs> come pick me up." And I'm like, "All right." So I wasn't fucking doing anything this weekend, and now I get to go and wrestle. Oh, fuck, yeah. So we drove and uh, continued the rest of the tour. We kind of parted ways with, with 3D in your face pretty much right after that, and uh, we went out as as the devils, just the, the three piece as our own. Okay. And so it was. It had already been established that we were going to go out on our own. Then uh, Jimmy joined us, and it really just kind of pushed us in the direction of let's get this thing going, get it on the road, get a record out, get a website up, do it, let's do it. Yeah, right for now, sure. While the while it's hot. And it seems like you guys have been touring ever since. Yeah. Have you? Do you have any uh, aside from this tour, posing as a gay couple to get a free meal? Do you have any other? I feel like, I feel like you have some crazy stories to tell. Dude, I got fucking tons of stories. Like, like let's let's hear one, man. We always so, have. So whenever I so do these guys are like, we gotta have a crazy story. So like these guys are cool. I'll tell you from my perspective. Like I come in and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go play Rocklahoma, and I go play Rocklahoma with these guys, and I'm like, man, this band is totally cool. Except for this, this fucking guy that they got singing. Like, he's got his balls in a vice grip, and his wig looks like, like, well, I mean, nobody's so cause Is that because he has a high-pitched voice? I don't yeah, feel like Sam has a high-pitched voice. It's not Sam. Sam sounds cool, okay? Like, Sam sounds like, you know, <laughs> like somebody cool. Like, a cool guy you'd hang out with at a Who party. would you say is somebody cool? Maybe smoke some weed. Like, like. I like, like bands like Faster Pussycat and, like, and like Jet Boy and Ramones and shit like Dead Boys and punk rock shit like so none of those guys were really like fucking great singers they were sure. just cool singers you know and they sure. had cool voices and they did it so I always thought that shit was more cool and not some like fucking old guy in some affliction t-shirt with a wig <laughs> and a, like a sad singing like he thinks he's Rob Halford well on helium like it's not really my thing Coverdale. so yeah Coverdale Coverdale exactly not a White Snake fan but so I'm like okay cool like I want to join these guys. Like, these guys are cool, but I need to, like, you know, steer them in the right direction a little bit because I've been, like, on the road and fucking playing for peanuts for fucking years, and, like, I can get these guys to go do it, too. That could be cool. But we need to ditch the guy with the wig. We need to start playing fucking only original <laughs> songs and, like, put out a fucking CD and, like, and uh, you know, start to take the show on the road and put it out in front of more people coast to coast. And I told, remember, I told Sam, I was like, hey, if I'm going to do this, like, I ain't trying to be in no cover band. I'm, like, trying to, to like, within a couple of years, be fucking touring and make it over to Europe. 
And uh, he's like, fuck, yeah, that's fucking what I want to do. And we talk to Sniper, and Sniper's like, yeah, fuck, I want to play every day, too. And so we're like, okay, cool. And so... So it just kind of started organically. Yeah, it kind of just right? it kind of like, just happened. I was in a couple other bands that like fucking. Toured. But it was just like it, to me, it seems like it was just a crazy happenstance. Like you needed a drummer, you called him, yeah. and it was like and I just in so, the spur of the moment, you're like, yeah, I'll drive to Chicago. And yeah, pick you up. and Fuck. I just so happened to like I just been in a band that was like on the road like nine months out of the year almost, and so like sure. I was itching real Jones hard. And- like I need to find another band and I need to get back out there because fucks sitting at home and all that shit. Yeah, and. uh like, I tried with a couple other bands, and these guys, like, were, like, oh, the stretch. ones that were, like, fuck yeah, I want to do it, so. And, uh, musically, everything clicks, and, uh, we've been doing it ever since. So, I, one thing I remember, we went on, like, one little officially terminated tour a long time ago. Right, right. And we played a lot of other shows out in, like, Iowa mm-hmm. and South Dakota and shit like that. It was so much fun. I remember just causing so much chaos. Yeah doing that stuff like uh we were in south dakota one time and shot fire fireworks into a pool yeah uh someone got arrested for that and we had to bail him out with like change yeah like that that kind of i mean those were the craziest but best times that that i ever had like playing music and stuff do you guys have any more of those kind of moments where you're like, holy shit, we're I got fucking, fucking tons of them. I'm you guys don't have any fucking hotel destroying yeah, stories? I got tons of them. I don't don't incriminate yourself or anything yeah, like that. Unfortunately, but. that's what I was about to say is like due to the fact that there's the internet and there's like this is gonna be recorded. And but you stuff don't have like to that. like. I mean, you can. I remember trashing a hotel. Do you there's, remember that there's, one? There's I got a, an there's a lot of. Iowa. Let's just say the stuff I'm about to talk about the perils in comparison. We're talking about things that. Go bump in the night if you know. What I, mean. <laughs> I don't elaborate. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to think. Like, let's see, what was a good one this last time? Um, well, see, the thing is, uh, Jimmy seems to find himself. It, he doesn't go out searching for trouble. It just finds him. It seems That's, to that find was my him next kind of thing. Is like, him. and it, it's like the the Jimmy gravitational pull. Yeah, like, and if there's a fucking <laughs> a weirdo, like the strangest weirdo, it yeah. will get sucked in. <laughs> and then it's like a, uh, an insanity atomic bomb happens. Yeah, like, for example, I mean, even though this wasn't really even that bad, like, we were all into Hollywood, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be cool. Like, fucking, you guys are going to meet some of my old friends, like, from other bands and stuff. And we get in, and, we get, and we're going to stay at my friend's house. And, uh, you know, like, <laughs> let's just say fast forward to, like, 4 a.m., Sam's asleep in... Trying to sleep in the living room, snipers somewhere else. There's like a bunch of like drunken and like old rocker guys in the living room just getting wasted, cocaine everywhere, some kid fucking running around, like an Asian lady screaming at the top of her lungs, scaring the shit out <laughs> Sounds of Sounds like Hollywood in the middle of the night. You know, like just just those kind of situations and then um And you're and, just sitting there in the middle of it just watching. Yeah, I'm and just see sitting- the reason the reason I asked this is because you guys are like that kind of glam rock, like, 80s hair metal sort of, like, you just seem like you'd kind of get into that sort of trouble. But then on, on the outside, when we're doing, as an interview right now, you guys are just so chill and stuff. Like, what what gives you that motivation when you're on stage? Because Sam, especially, like, you're fucking crazy up there. Um, like, throwing guitars around and, like, throwing mics and yeah, you're ladders out in the crowd <laughs> and shit. Like, the only band I've ever been in where I've had to worry you... about getting fucking knocked out <laughs> while I'm playing drums. Okay. 
How do you I'm keep? Like, I can't fucking move. How do you keep it fresh? Like when you go to these different shows, and he stuff, doesn't like, keep it fresh. He doesn't believe in deodorant at all. Aside from it's na- all natural. Aside from being stinky. Oh, it's 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 but, that we it's that we love what we do and that we sure. get the opportunity to, to to do this as a job and that makes me excited. The worst paying job in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Every it's like as as pissed off as you are throughout the day. As soon as you start putting your makeup on, start getting dressed, the the the. Uh, you know, it starts it starts getting real. Yeah, and yeah. It doesn't matter if there's five people in the crowd or 500. As soon as you put that makeup on, stand up on stage, you're like, all right, I'm coming, man. I came this far. I'm gonna put on a fucking show. It doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's as much for me as it is for the crowd. For right. Me, I think it's like like when I get on stage, I have this little moment of fucking clarity every time beforehand, where I was like, this is the only fucking part of the day that I actually like right here. Is where I get to go fucking play in front of people. Otherwise, I'm just fucking trying to smoke pot and fucking do drugs <laughs> and fucking avoid reality as much as I possibly can until the fucking half an hour or an hour or whatever that I get to go play. Like, like, and, you know, do that whole thing. The rest of it's the fucking hard part. Like, this is the, this is the, this is the fun part. This is cool. Like. Like, for me, it's not even, I don't even feel excited. It's like I feel, like, normal and right, like, when sure. it's time to play. Like, that makes sense. He's like, I feel drunk. Uh, <laughs> it is your birthday, so. Not Thursday night. Get this shit out of my face. Are you celebrating your birthday, at least? Are you well, at least, like, really. you at least, should we go take some shots and, like, celebrate your birthday a little bit? Yeah, maybe. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably eat nachos and watch cops. Uh, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> Some edibles. It's edible, all right. Some Wiener sausage. Yeah, no. Uh, the only the only time I feel right is when my amp's on. So usually when I get the volume, I'm happy. I'm with I'm with Jimmy. I don't like it on standby. <laughs> Ready to go. I hate it on standby. It's like it's like it's down, but when it, it's like a semi-flaccid, but when he goes on, it's up like an erection. So that's the switch on the back of the amp. Is what I'm talking about, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's like amp. What is that? I beat things. I put it back on down, and it's depressing. You go from, you go from like the 23 hours a day you're not playing sucks. Yeah. How you get to play is awesome. And then when you're done playing again, you go back to Zeroville, just that quick. It's sure. just, you like. Do you ever get tired of like doing the tour life and stuff? Do you guys ever get to that point where you're like, fuck, oh, I just yeah. want to take well, a break sure, for a year and a half. Get, but the plane makes up for it. Sure. Because that's why you do it. You don't do it for money. You do it because you love it because there's not much money in it for sure. And plus, you do it because you like your bros, you know, and like playing songs and stuff. Right. I just do it because I don't really know how to do anything else. <laughs> like, like that. Honestly, if I like, if I was capable of having a fucking better life, maybe I would. But I'm not. So I like to just be saying, "Hey, but cool." Hey, yeah, but I mean, you're, wouldn't you say you're having a pretty good life right now? No, I, that's road, what I'm like saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. I do like. Like, uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's good, you know. Shit. But it's more like. It's more like I'm kind of just like I like I like that whole fucking ignorance is bliss and I'm dumb fat and happy and fucking you know <laughs> like just fucking get to play and and uh, fucking tour. I always say like I don't know if I like traveling more or if I like playing drums more, but they both kind of work one and the same for me. Yeah, I like traveling around too. That's 
But for me, yeah, no, for me, I don't fucking. I mean, there's ebb and flow to it. Like you gotta have your off time too. It's got to be off. There's got to have your off. So you guys too. like make sure to take those different yeah, breaks. Right. And three stuff, weeks right. on, a week off. Two weeks on, three weeks off. You and know? I, you know, I just I ask because like a lot of people that are preparing to go on tour don't really realize what kind of life that is. Yeah, and that's like, why they fucking do how, it for like three days and right, quit. Right, how too. hard it is. So I, it's very admirable that you guys have been doing this for so long and like continue to do it because you're absolutely right. It's a very low-paying, unappreciated kind of thing to do, but. To keep doing it and following that is just so amazing to me. <laughs> if I didn't play drums and I wasn't in a band, I would probably still be living in a van somewhere. So like, well, there you not, go. You were born for this <laughs> it's, shit. It's, it's not too far of a stretch. Yeah. Like, oh well, maybe I can kind of make a little money this way. And so you guys just came out with a new release recently, I believe. Yeah, the right? the debut album came out in October. It's called Something Bigger. Okay. Very first one. So like I was saying, even going into that last question, it, we kind of calculated. We sat down. We go, okay, we're going to go do this tour. We're going to take this time off. We're going to do this tour, take this time off. We're going to go overseas, and then we're going to take some time off and come back and put a n- new record out. Okay. So essentially, we wrote down on piece of paper what we wanted to do all the way up until September. Whether that happens, we don't know. Right. But that's the game plan. Okay. I mean, at least you guys got a plan. There's a plan. Like that's there's a a method to the madness. That's another thing too. Is like a lot of people are like, yeah, we're gonna fucking do this, and then don't Mm -hmm. even try to make a plan. They just wing it. So, um, God, I just lost what I was gonna ask. I keep hearing there's music in the background. It's great. I love doing this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, when did your newest album come out? In October. October. Something bigger. Okay. How how has that been doing? Like as far as we even we sold a ton on the road, and I think really that is what makes or breaks a band is you go out on tour and you sell records and the merchandise fuck like, spotify p- fuck amazon yeah. fuck all those other that doesn't matter it's it's re- it's reaching the, the individuals and selling a cd right and it, i feel like on tour especially you got to rely on merch and, and to, be, so. So, to be perfectly honest like there ain't nothing at that merch booth nowadays that somebody can't fucking make themselves or download for free or whatever but it's like we understand but what it is is these people like appreciate us and that they know that we're on the road and that their fucking dollar bills are gonna go in our gas tank and so honestly I always look I look at it as like like it's more like hey you donate some money to us and we'll give you a t-shirt type of deal and that's like and uh because I feel like a lot of times like I said people don't have to they can print off their own t-shirts nowadays like like uh they don't have to do it, they, but they're choosing to do it because they want to support us. And right. Like, and I think that's that's a big part of it. And that's a big thing, like for everyone out there that that goes to local shows, like support your local artists and those people that are out on the road and stuff because it is fucking hard. You gotta. I mean, they're relying on that that merch, those merch sales and stuff. I mean, and anybody could go on Spotify and download our yeah. record right now, like for free, like cool. But. Like but you're making point zero 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 one cent yeah, to the but song. But there's also play, those so. people that'll download the album for free and then buy ten copies of the record because right. they want to fucking help us down the road. And so that's cool too. What's your uh, what's your go-to food on the road? Fucking roller dogs. Roller, roller dogs. dogs. What's a yeah. wait? Oh, ro- okay. Gas station dogs. Gas okay. Station roller dogs. Pizza. Pizza. So he doesn't even like pizza, that's but that's pretty, your go-to. I was I gonna say. What do you mean I don't like pizza? I mean, <laughs> you're lactose intolerant. But I eat pizza almost every day. We do Whoa, man! How do you handle day. that? Don't have real cheese, so it's cool. Yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> that's so true. It's good. I'm lactose intolerant too, but I prefer to go with the roller dogs. 
Um, <laughs> the habanero roller dogs are really good, and especially the fucking blueberry pancake sausage roller dogs. Those are oh, awesome. Those exist. I see one. I see. Oh yeah, dude. A flying J I think has them, or okay. maybe it's the pilot travel side. Either way. And then there's one place that had fucking tamales on the roller dog, and I ate like fucking. Four. It was in Arizona because I woke up. I got all fucking mass stoned. I walked to the gas station to at six in the morning to get some food, and I bought a bunch of roller tamales. Walked back to your buddy's that punk rocker guy's house. Um, locked myself out of the house, ate all the tamales, got stoned again, fell asleep in the backyard on a lawn chair, and then sniper woke me up a couple hours later. But, but you missed the key part of the story. The door wasn't locked. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it was just stuck. But it had two. It had two handles, and he kept doing the wrong one. And I, I opened the door, oh and I saw him sleeping out there. And I go, oh, he must be out there having fun. I shut the door, and he woke up. And, he, and I open, I go, what's up? And he's like, I locked myself out. I'm like, oh, okay. So I, <laughs> Didn't even think about he it. He came like, right back in and started eating whatever food is left on the table. Oh, yeah. that's funny. I like to scavenge. I'm a scavenger. Yeah. I'm like nice. a rat. Rat or a vulture. Old cheeseburgers and new cheeseburgers. <laughs> Shit I find on the floor. I, oh, we were out of Perkins <laughs> the other night on tour. Oh, yes, here we go. We were out of Perkins, and I was like, um, we were eating, and I was like, oh, man, I'm hungry, but I don't want to get got no more money, of course. So there's the two guys behind us have been out of the show, and, like, I hear the waitress go up to him, and he, she's like, hey, uh, I think your buddy just took off in his car without you. And he's like, oh, shit, and he, like, takes off and runs out. Well, like, a couple minutes go by, and I'm like, oh, well, He's got like a whole thing of eggs still over there and maybe a couple things of bacon and stuff like that. Like You are a scavenger. Yeah, maybe I'll just, you know, if he doesn't come back in like a minute, I'm going to eat that shit. And he didn't, so I ate it. But that reminded me of this other time that I was on tour where I did the same thing in a Perkins. And I went and I ate this sandwich because I was like, oh, they're gone. I'm going to eat the sandwich. I ate the sandwich. And then they came back. Oh and I was God. like, oh, shit. And the guy's like right on the other side of me, like right so, here, going, who the fuck took my sandwich? And I'm like, uh, he, don't pretend like he doesn't see me. Uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I ate the sandwich. Was he a big guy? Was he oh, about yeah, to- and he was mad, too. Oh, and they man. like did a Seinfeld, and they blamed it on, oh, I think the busboy must have thought you were gone and took it away. Oh, and then wow. they did. And I was like, oh, yeah, I totally got a free sandwich off of that. Jesus. Ba-boom. <laughs> So what's the uh, over the over the years? How long how long have you guys been touring together? Together like two years. Two years, okay. And that, is that how long Midnight Devils has been oh, a we band? Were or? Like a year before, so it's been about three. Okay, is it weird leaving Omaha? Like I assume you guys probably have a pretty big. It was Omaha weird scene, going right? to Omaha for me. Well, but I mean, <laughs> you're from Chicago, so yeah. For him coming here, playing, I kind of uh, he's like, hey, we got to do you know bigger and better, and I I couldn't agree more. Being in Omaha is weird because, I mean, as you know, it's like uh, bands don't leave. Right. Nobody leaves for some right. reason. They just play there and talk about support this, support this, but they don't do anything. Right. And so for us going out, we're like taking a step in a direction that no other band from Nebraska has done. Right. You know, I don't think another band from Nebraska There's has a few. played the Viper Room. Uh, you know? No, not the probably not the Viper Room. That's that's a huge deal, um, yeah. especially coming from Nebraska. I don't. I mean, even I mean, Three Eleven, I don't think played bands, there. I mean, but you know, they're like, especially recently and like few and far. I'm not gonna say we're. I'm not gonna be a fucking cocky asshole and say we're <laughs> the only ones that fucking done it. But, but uh, 
but I don't even think 311 played Viper. Radio. I know there's they're not. not I know there's not. I know there's not a lot of of bands from. Actually, there's just anymore. There's not a lot of bands that like are going on full um, nationwide or or you know East Coast, West Coast, Southern. Coast. I feel like a lot of bands they'll lose a member to like a different city. Like one member will leave and move to I don't know Seattle or Denver or L. A. or something like that. And, well, I mean, and I, then the band just falls apart. I like to think that we're we, like our band came together and from two different cities and like yeah, which has is been, fucking great. Has been rolling that way the whole time. Like it would be, maybe the band would break up if we all were in the same place. Who knows? <laughs> so when you guys are not touring, do you go back to Chicago? Yeah, I'm back in Chicago. Okay. Um, there's a, you know, I pretty much only play drums. That's why I play with some other bands around town and do some recording and shit like that but really how does, how does the writing work on that aspect like when you guys are writing a new album do you go back to omaha or do you stay in chicago and you send them i stuff? mean like the, the way that we wrote the last i'm a kind of like a fucking idiot savant when it comes to the <laughs> drums like you're like i fucking this guy can't really fucking hold it together but uh i can learn a fucking song fast as fuck so like these guys we went to the studio to re- record the record i think i heard like three of the songs I had already played like three of the other songs, and there were like four songs that I'd never heard a lick before in my entire life. And spent two, two and a half days in the studio, knocked out them all, and uh, and there you go. See, so that, that's the difference between a drummer and a drum player. <laughs> yeah, that drum—that's a drum <laughs> player right there. Only drum players can pull that shit off. Like, but uh, you know, I'm not really a fucking writer. Like, so I let these guys like they like. They are. They they they're both killer songwriters, but their own styles. And so I let them do that. And I just put drums to it, and you know. Yeah, I think one of the things that Jimmy's selling himself short on is he. I know he talks <laughs> that he's a drum player, yeah. but we would show him. He literally would come, and we would. I would play a guitar line to a click track and say hey I'm kind of thinking like this and he'd just throw it down there and go down and he's like what do you think of that and I'd say that was fucking great or I'd say like hey can you change this one little part or whatever and there's a couple songs he nailed like on the first try of what we had in mind when we were writing the songs sure. I never specifically told him play play this play that play this I said in the vein of or kind of like could you do kind of like that Yeah. and pretty much for the most part he went in there and he was Mr. Click Track he was on it and everything was good and gold and for everything we expected he did great and there was a couple of things i didn't like that i personally from my playing that i said well can we fix this can we fix that and he came in he'd, and we'd fix it but jimmy had pretty much nailed it down almost pretty much well it sounds right like you guys bat. just have that that immediate that instant chemistry yeah, that's well that's you know just I mean? it we we talked about you know some of the greatest bands in the world have medium players, mm-hmm. but the chemistry is it's so fucking good. really good with them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, he's saying it nicely now, but he's like, "Look, <laughs> you guys both suck, but <laughs> it's about the the fact that you know you guys provide a good foundation for me to shred people's faces <laughs> off for." You are quite the shredder. He is Don't a fucking shredding short, machine. Man. Okay, You're I'm not gonna. We're not gonna say he doesn't sell himself short, <laughs> <laughs> but but neither will I. Like this dude, like can can, can play, and so it's cool. Like. Like and like you said, everything just clicked. It's it's a uh, that's one reason why I liked it. What I wanted, why I wanted to be in this band is like I get what they're doing and they get what I'm doing and we get what we're doing because we're all doing the same shit. Yeah. And I don't got to teach them how to do it and they don't got to teach me how to do it and I don't got to dress me up and uh, <laughs> you know 
It's like there's bands like that that they say, yeah. "Oh yeah, let's bring this guy. He's a great player, and we'll put some tattoos on him and make him grow a beard and put a V-neck sweater." And oh, all yeah. of a sudden, it's some fucking poser, fake ass guy, like, like uh, in some band with like 25 words for the name, like "I'm dying in the arms of the bride." With that down stupid the street. font that's yeah, like with the fucking font or the like the rock the font that looks score. like it's like a stain, you know, like a stained font. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you just five, can't read it. You're yeah, like, ah, so like you oh fucking, man, that ah. looks a little bit stained, and yeah, dirty. No. <laughs> Those bands are not my forte. Yeah, it's like that's just <laughs> fucking bullshit. And so like I like I like to say that like it's cool because this kind of band kind of just happens. And yeah. I say shit they don't like. They say shit I don't like. And we're not <laughs> everything's not fucking all wrapped up in a nice little fucking made for made for TV and made for the internet like packets. Like it's it's cool because it's it's real and it's just three guys fucking that like like to fucking play music and like to fucking be on the road and that's I think it's just a, gen- a genuineness the, to it. That's the best part about it is that you guys are just three good friends that are out on the road. So I wouldn't even say we're that good of friends. All right, that was our exclusive interview with the Midnight Devils um, out of Omaha, Nebraska. They were on tour. That that was a couple weeks ago. They were on tour um, at that point, but I think their next show is actually Rocklahoma down in Oklahoma. Um, it looks like it's going to be a really fun time. So if you're down there, definitely check that out. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening to the show this week. Um, I know it came out on a Tuesday instead of a Monday, but uh, hey, you know, it is what it is. Thank you again for listening. Um, you can find us on pretty much any social media outlet. Um, like and subscribe to us on YouTube for our live episodes, for notifications on our live episodes and other videos in the future. Um, once again... My name is Josh. I am the host of the Twist My Arm podcast. Thank you guys for listening so much. We appreciate the shit out of you. Um, That's all we got. We'll talk to you next week. The Twist My Arm crew thanks you for listening to this episode of the Twist My Arm podcast. The Twist My Arm podcast theme song was written and performed by the Hot Dang Gang.